Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. And so as we go down in scripture, and you can open this up, it's also going to be on the screen, but it's in Matthew 4, verse 4. I'm going to read it to you, and then we're going to break it apart. But it says this, Afterwards, the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the lonely wilderness in order to reveal his strength against the accuser. By going through the ordeal uh, ordeal of testing, and after fasting for 40 days, Jesus was extremely weak and famined. Then the tempter came to entice him to provide food by doing a miracle. So he said to Jesus, how can you possibly be the son of God and go hungry? Just order these stones to turn into loaves of bread. Everybody say bread. He answered the scriptures and said, bread alone will not satisfy, but true life is found in every word, which constantly goes forth from God's mouth. Then the accuser transported Jesus to the holy city of Jerusalem and peached him at the highest point of the temple and said to him, if you really are God's son, jump and the angels will catch you. Everyone say, catch you. For it is written in the scriptures, he will command his angels to protect you and they will lift you up so that you won't ever bruise your foot against a stone. Once again, Jesus said to him, the scripture says, you must never put the Lord your God to a test. And the third time the accuser lifted Jesus up onto a very high mountain range and showed him, everyone say showed him, all the kingdoms of the world and all the splendor that goes with it. All these kingdoms I'll give to you, the accuser said, if only you kneel down before me and worship me. But Jesus said, go away, enemy, for the scripture says, kneel before the Lord, your God, and worship him only. At once the accuser left him and the angel suddenly gathered to Jesus to minister to him. Amen. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to break apart this scripture and I'm going to give you three points, three point sermon, let's go. Um, Three points that are going to help you in your life continue to keep uh, communion with the Lord and to have the anointing rest upon you. As I was studying this scripture, the Lord really cracked it open to me and it's amazing what he showed me. But firstly, I'm going to jump into the first point. And as we see the first temptation that Jesus got was to turn a stone into bread, right? The Lord showed me that this first temptation represents our communion with the Lord. The enemy tempted Jesus and tried to accuse him of not having intimacy with the Father for the Lord to provide for him in the form of food, right? In our life, to remain in a place where we're strong with the anointing on us and in us, we must have communion with the Lord. We must be resting with God. It can't be a Sunday ordeal where we come to the church on a Sunday and we recognize that as our intimacy with the Father. You must spend time with Him in the intimate, private place, in your home. You must read your Bible. You must seek God's face. And if you don't feel like it, force yourself to do it and then you'll fall in love with Him because He's so lovable. He really is. If you're having a hard time spending time with the Lord, you need to fall again in love with Him. You really do. And so you need to pursue the Father in the secret place. Put on worship music and pray and say, Father, I just welcome you in this place and just start to pray. A lot of times we come in and we beg God. We're like, God, please do this in my life. Do this, do that. But if we come in with the attitude of just putting our affection upon Him and worshiping Him, you'll see how your issues and the things that you're praying about will actually start to resolve themselves because you've firstly worshiped Him and He is the ultimate solution. And so I encourage you to rest in God, pursue the Lord, read the scriptures. The word of God says this, you enter the gates of heaven through thanksgiving. The easiest way, this is an amazing, amazing tool right here. The easiest way into the presence of God is adoration 
is thanksgiving and praise. He, he inhabits himself on the praises of his people. We enter his gates through thanksgiving, right? I guarantee you, 100%, if you rest with the Lord in a quiet place and you just start to thank him, like, thank you, God, and I worship you, Father, you're so good, he will come. It happens all the time. If I'm ever in a place where I'm like, Lord, I need you, I'll, I'll step into thanksgiving and he'll immediately come in and rest upon me and I'll feel his anointing. As we see, um, the second temptation was the enemy took Jesus to a high mountain. And he said, see all these kingdoms of the earth, all these governments, I'll give to you if you kneel down and you worship me. The second temptation represents identity. The enemy was accusing Jesus of not knowing his identity. Jesus has all things in the kingdom. Why would the enemy have to tempt him with natural materialistic things? It's because the enemy was accusing and testing his identity if he truly knew who he was in God. That's the second thing. The second thing is we must know our identity in the Lord. We must be in a place where we're strong and we're solid on what the Father says about us. That we're not caught up about what other people say, but we're so caught up about what He says. That what people say do not determine our identity, but what He says about us determines our identity. If you live by the approval of man, you will die by the criticism of man. We must get our acceptance and our adoration, our affection from the Father. And that's when you ultimately will walk in your true identity. A practical tool for you to be able to establish identity is read Scripture. In Scripture, the Word of God, it comes with a deposit that deposits in your life that actually then will manifest. It's all spiritual. As we see in Genesis, when God spoke the world into, into being and He said, let there be light, it wasn't the Word that allowed light to form. It was the deposit of the anointing and power on God's Word that allowed it to be released. The same thing with the Word of God. This is the whole Word of God. It's truth. It comes from the voice and, and the heart of God. It's Holy Spirit inspired. If you read the Word of God, you will start to see the deposit, the manifestation, the unfolding of Scripture in your life. You cannot read the Bible and not be transformed. You will be transformed. And this is how you get transformed. Instead of reading it, you read it with the Holy Spirit. There's two ways. You read it in the Holy Spirit or without Holy Spirit. If you read it with Holy Spirit, you're going to receive the impartation to be transformed. Yeah. Amen? The third point, which I see is that, let me backtrack a bit. I just, um, I mixed it up a bit. So the second temptation was actually Jesus was on the mountain and was tempted to jump off and actually be caught by angels that he wouldn't bruise his foot. That's the form of identity. The third one is when Jesus was on the mountaintop and in the holy city actually, and the enemy tempted him with having all the kingdoms. This actually represents the I mentality, the me mentality. Another a thing that will separate you from encountering the Lord and having intimacy with the Father in the secret place is when it's all about you. You're now a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. God isn't trying to just have more of him in you so that the flesh will go away. He's trying to kill the flesh. Like to be honest, the Lord's trying to murder us. <laughs> He's trying to kill every part of us that doesn't come in alignment with who he is. And by the word of the Lord, it will cut those things off your life. And by spending time with him, you'll become like him. And those fleshly desires will start to be broken off your life. I heard the Lord say this. The Lord spoke to me and said, this morning, Jack, I want you to tell my people that we're gonna have a divorce party. What I mean by divorce party is the Lord is so hungry to break anything in our life that we put superior than Him. 
If it's money, if it's business, if it's power, if it's authority, whatever it is, I believe that today the Lord is wanting to break the wall of separation that says that other things have your heart and He doesn't have your heart. Who knows that you can't serve two masters? You can only serve one. It's either the Lord or it's your lifestyle. It's either the Lord or it's authority and power. It's either the Lord or it's money and wealth. You can't serve two gods. It must be one. But here's the amazing thing. If you serve the God of money and you serve the God of materialistic things, it might give you a temporary satisfaction and it might feel good in the moment. But if you put Him as number one and He's your God and He's your Lord, you have an everlasting fulfillment. An everlasting fulfillment. The things of this world were not meant to fill you. That's why you always have that God-shaped hole in your heart. It's because He has everything you need and He'll supply everything you need to be fulfilled. And so we need to break that I mentality off our life. We really do. We need to break it. And this is the very thing that actually comes in and stops us from hearing His voice. Who would know that we would have God's perspective and we would be able to see like Him and feel like Him if our whole world didn't represent a lifestyle about us. You wouldn't be able to stop for the one and pray for the sick if you're so caught up in the opinions of what people think about you. Or you're so caught up in how you feel. You know, like, oh God, I don't, I don't feel like praying for people today. No, get out of you and get in Him. Get out of your mind and get into His mind. Because once He comes and fills you and transforms you, you're going to have life and life abundantly. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but God brings life and life abundantly. Who knows that these materialistic things that have a hold on our heart, that's demonic. That's not the Lord. I'm not saying that you can't have them. They're amazing tools, but don't let them have you. Don't let them have you. Let's all just stand right now, just for time's sake. I wish I could share more with you guys, but we're going we're gonna to park it right here. But I want you just to lift your hands to heaven once more for me. And I heard the Lord say, I'm preparing an altar this morning. And the altar, the altar is the very place where sacrifices are made. This is how it works. You provide the sacrifice and He provides the fire. You lay down at the altar. You lay yourself down at the altar. He provides the fire to consume it. And He provides the fire that will empower you to live a life that's of abundance and is set free from this stuff. And some of us in this room today, there might not be something that we need to lay on the altar, but we need to lay ourselves on the altar. Maybe there's some people in this room today that's like, I haven't been living a life for the Lord. I haven't been living a life where I've been giving Him my affection and my attention. I've been so caught up in this worldly things. Maybe today the Lord's speaking to you and saying, hey, you need to lay on the altar. You need to give up your life and you need to allow me to consume it. Because when I consume it, every addiction will be broken. When I consume it, everything in your life that's been pulling from you and hasn't been fulfilling you, I will separate it and I'll break it and I'll give you everything you need. Because in Jesus, you receive everything. In Jesus, you will receive the greatest love and affection that you ever have. Like my friend on our Monday nights, she said, I've never felt love like this from a father. He's the ultimate father. He's the ultimate provider. He's everything. And if we can get that message, we're going to live a life in fulfillment. And so maybe this morning you need to lay on that altar and be like, God, I'm giving it all to you. God, I'm laying my life down. And so right now, with no fear of man, with nothing in your life that's 
concerned with what other people are thinking about you. If that's you that's saying, hey, today I'm laying down my life and I'm going to lay it on the altar. And I'm not saying a salvation prayer. If you want to be saved, please come. But this is for every believer that's been caught up in the worldly things and is saying, today I'm going to lay it all down. I'm going to jump on that altar and I'm going to allow God to consume me and I'm going to allow God to rule my life and be Lord of my life. So right now, if that's you, I want you to come up to the front right now. I want you to be bold. Come to the front right now if that's you that wants to give over your life to Jesus fully. Don't be ashamed. Come up right now. This is your moment. The anointing is so thick in this place. God's going to break chains today. So one more time, if that is you and you want to be up the front with these people, these world changers that are saying, hey, I'm laying on the altar today and I'm giving all to Jesus, come right now. There's a couple more people. I'm going to wait. There's three more people. I feel like there's three more people that need to come up here. Don't care what people think. This is your moment of freedom. Don't care what people think, man. Care what he thinks. Thank you, Father. There we go. Thank you, Father. Yeah, Lord, this morning we lay down our life on the altar. And God, we say, take our life. We give it up to you. Father, consume us. Lord, I ask that you release your fire in this place. God, I release your fire to consume people right now. Consume them now in Jesus' name. Father, right now, we just pray that, God, every wall of separation will be broken. Every addiction will be broken. Everything in our life that has taken place and position of you, God, we lay it down today. And, God, we say that we're going to seek you first because everything else will be added. We're going to seek first the kingdom and everything will be added. I thank you, Lord, today that you're going to move in a powerful way. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.